Welcome to the Impactful PBL Podcast. I'm Candice, your host, a project-based learning coach and leader of the Impactful PBL Network. And you can find me at impactfulpbl.com. I'm on a mission to do good work with good people for good reasons, and I hope you are too. If you are a current or aspiring project-based educator looking for strategies and ideas to craft memorable learning experiences that empower your students to tackle challenges in their school and community through project-based learning, then you're in the right place. Join me as I share resources and tips to help you launch a PBL initiative in your classroom. Welcome to the Impact Makers community, and let's talk PBL. Hey, Impact Makers. We've all participated in a fundraiser at some point in our life, especially as a student. I remember during my senior year of high school, I wanted to show the college admissions team that I was a great student, so I joined every club possible. The challenge was that each club required students to raise funds, mostly so we could take a field trip and to support the cost of operating the club. At one point, I was trying to sell lollipops, M&Ms, and cookie dough at the same time. My mother even attempted to help me by taking the cookie dough magazine to work, aiming to sell some items. I took the lollipops to school and sold them to classmates. And honestly, my family ate the m and so my mother ended up having to write a check to cover the cost. At the time, I didn't necessarily think about whether or not my fundraising efforts were supporting a cause. I guess I knew, but not really. However, I did gain some valuable skills during the process. When students engage in fundraising, they benefit greatly. They're able to develop their leadership skills and enhance their ability to pursue personal and collective goals. And also learning and committing to supporting a cause allows students to feel and show empathy for others while addressing inequity that exists in the world. Students are able to see that they can actually tackle challenges within their school and community now versus waiting to become an adult. As a result, students can develop their academic, social, and emotional skills. The CASEL framework provides a foundation for applying evidence-based social and emotional strategies in schools and communities. And incorporating a cause-driven component with project-based learning experiences allows students to cultivate self-awareness, social awareness, relationship skills, responsible decision-making, and self-management skills, which are the five competencies of the CASEL's framework. Now, You may be excited or at least interested in incorporating a fundraising component, but you may be wondering, how do you get started? As you can imagine, executing a successful fundraiser takes planning, but I'm going to share a few steps for you to consider as you start to plan a fundraiser for your PBL unit. One, identify a nonprofit partner whose mission is related to the PBL topic and content standards. If possible, select a partner who will provide access to resources, whether it's learning materials or guest speakers, that can enhance your project-based learning unit. Many nonprofit organizations have resources on their website to inform potential donors about their cause, which can be helpful in educating students about the challenge the organization addresses. Also, some of these organizations provide educational materials specifically for schools to help educate students and provide guidance on how to effectively fundraise such as a fundraising guide. And depending on the age of your students, you can consider allowing them to research and suggest a nonprofit partner. Now, keep in mind that the fundraiser is a component of the project-based learning unit, but not the project-based learning unit itself. And what I mean by that is that it can be easy to become focused on executing the tasks to have a successful fundraiser, and you forget about the learning objectives or the standards that you want students to master. It's important to ensure that students understand the connection between the fundraiser and the project's driving question. Let me share some examples from members of the Impactful PBL Network. So first, let's think about how do we select a nonprofit partner? 
Well, one teacher wrote and facilitated a BBL experience for first graders that included a fundraiser component to support a related cause. The PBL driving question was, how can we explore animal and plant needs to save an endangered species using different forms of communication? So the standards for this particular PBL unit were, students need to be able to recognize that plants and animals needed air, water, light, space, food, and shelter, and that these may be found in the environment. Another standard was give examples of how the needs of different plants and animals can be met by their environments in North Carolina or different places throughout the world. And the other standard was summarize ways that humans protect their environment and or improve their conditions for the growth of the plants and animals that live there. Now, the teacher used an animal advocacy website and resources to amplify the PBL experience. The organization's mission is to conserve nature and reduce the most pressing threats to the diversity of life on Earth. And they have a symbolic species adoption program where students can adopt an animal by making a donation. And in return, they receive an adoption kit that includes a plush version of the adopted animal, a letter of appreciation, and a few other items that would be interesting to lower elementary students. Remember, this PBL unit overarching standard involves students understanding the characteristics of various environments and behaviors of humans that enable plants and animals to survive. Therefore, students had the opportunity to research various animals, and then as a class, they chose an animal to attempt to support. Notice how this fundraiser relates to the PBL topic, and it provides students with an opportunity to support the organization's global conservation work. Another set of teachers facilitated a PBL experience for third graders that included a fundraising component to support a related cause. The PBL driving question for this unit was, how can we bring clean, safe drinking water to communities in need? This PBL unit was facilitated by a team of third grade teachers, including special area or elective teachers. Now, since this unit was a grade-wide effort, it addressed several standards based on the teacher's subject area. Every class that students went to addressed this PBL question. Teachers used educational resources from a nonprofit organization whose mission was to provide safe water, hygiene education, and hope in developing nations. The organization has a sponsor a well program where donors can raise funds to build a well for a community. Students were able to raise over $3,000 to build a well in Africa near a school so students can have access to clean water. Students learned about the importance of having clean, fresh water around the world and why the world's fresh water sources are threatened, for example, access to water or demands on water or water pollution. Now, notice how this fundraiser relates to the PBL topic and provides students with an opportunity to support the organization's work around bringing clean, safe drinking water in developing countries. I also want to add that staff members from the organization also participated in the launch of the PBL unit by volunteering as guest speakers. They shared their mission, their work, and how they use science, technology, engineering, art, and math to complete well projects. By the way, if you would like more guidance on how to elevate your PBL unit with community partners, check out episode 34. I shared five essential steps that teachers should take in preparation for working with community partners. Okay, step two. After selecting a nonprofit partner, it's time to set a fundraising goal. The goal should be realistic, but still impactful for students and the organization. For younger students, the teacher may set the fundraising goal because students may not yet fully understand the concept of money, meaning what is a realistic amount of money that they can raise. For older students, though, share how much money it would take to reach the desired impact goal. So, for example, in the first project, students could symbolically adopt an animal for as little as $60. However, in the second project, it cost $3,000 to fund a well. Therefore, students decided to set $3,000 as their goal. 
Now, most likely each organization will share suggested donation amounts and explain how each amount will support their cause. Step three, determine how you will raise money. You could choose to sell products and take the profit to donate to the organization. You could also choose to host an event and donate proceeds to the organization. I always suggest choosing a fundraising method that aligns with the PBL purpose or objectives to make it a transformational experience versus a transactional experience. And what do I mean by that? Transactional fundraising is like buying a product, let's say popcorn, and then the organization selling the product gets to keep, let's say, 20% of the proceeds. This is how most schools execute fundraising, which is fine if it's for general purposes. However, we want to connect the fundraiser to a cause that's related to the PBL unit. So let's revisit the PBL unit with the driving question, how can we help bring clean, safe drinking water to communities in need? And the fundraising goal is to sponsor a well. What if students had to share a fact or teach a donor something about how unsanitary drinking water impacts someone's health? For each fact, the donor could contribute X amount of money, let's say $2. Or what if the fundraiser was structured as a crowdfunding campaign? Students could showcase what they learned about the impact uh, that water quality has on people's lives. And they can share this online and share their fundraising goal with prospective donors and solicit online donations. The point is to create a way to raise funds that require students to connect the fundraiser to what they are learning about the topic to ensure that the PBO goals stay top of mind. Step four, determine how you would collect the money. Check with your school administration to determine the best way to collect funds. Some schools have to partner with their PTA or have a specific protocol for collecting fundraising money. You need to decide whether it's safe to collect cash or if you prefer for all donations to occur online. Depending on the nonprofit organization, they may provide a fundraising page where donors can make contributions. That way, you don't have to collect and track money. You can have students share the personalized donation page to donors and view progress updates in real time. Step five, notify parents that students will participate in a fundraiser. Share the PBL unit objectives, what students will learn, how they will learn, and why it's important to learn about that topic, you know, beyond the fact that it's part of the school curriculum. Meaning, how does this really relate to real life? Explain how the fundraiser connects to students' learning goals to get them excited. Share some ideas for how parents can help with the fundraiser, ranging from slightly involved to heavily involved. In the communication, encourage parents to check with their employer for matching donations. For example, some employers will match employees' donations to nonprofit organizations, which will help students reach the fundraising goal quicker. Step six, solicit support when managing the fundraiser. If you are executing the PBL unit as a team, determine who will complete each task? Consider creating milestones and deadlines. When will you begin and stop collecting donations? What materials do students and parents need to participate in the fundraising process? If you are the only teacher planning and executing the fundraiser, reach out to other teachers or parents for assistance. Create a way to track and communicate progress to your volunteers. Step seven, launch the fundraiser. Now, after creating a plan of action and recruiting your adult volunteers, it's time to execute the fundraiser. Utilize your timeline to stay on track with deadlines and milestones. Regardless if students meet their donation goal, celebrate their effort and commitment to contributing to a worthy cause. Now it's time for you to take action. Identify a list of nonprofit organizations whose mission aligns with your project-based learning top and allow students to decide which organization to support. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode. If you found this episode insightful, do me a favor, leave a review or share it with a teacher friend. And don't forget to join us for the next episode.